song is dedicated to those that have served time behind Texas prison walls. It's dedicated to those who are still doing time behind Texas prison walls. And last but not least, it's dedicated to those who died behind Texas prison walls. One day all y'all gonna have Freedom. It's the last song that I wrote after doing 26 years in prison. <laughs> Left the McConnell unit. I think that uh, I think we'll we'll go ahead and get started. I really want to let y'all bump. I feel like a I feel like a DJ. <laughs> yeah, and 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 you know what? Toby Williams, 38 years in prison. You know, uh, I say Texas on this song, but but it's really going out to California and Texas and Florida and Louisiana and and Angola and Mississippi and 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 and, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll go ahead and phase that down a little bit. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the first episode of Crypto Christ podcast. Uh, let, let me address something off the top. I mean, y'all hear that air conditioning? I'm sorry, it's hot. You know, so as I get more professional, I'll turn the AC off. Or I'll come over here. <clears throat> excuse me, I'll come over here and uh, and turn the AC on and, and, and go ahead and, uh, and and get it cool over here. But man, it's hot. So that's why y'all hear that AC, man. Y'all just bear with me. Next, the, uh, episode two, it won't be no no uh, uh, AC in the background. But uh, yeah, welcome to episode. I am Yuri. <laughs> I am Yuri Komash Laquette, and uh, I'm your host, man, for the Crypto Christ uh, episode. This is episode one, Crypto Crypt Christ podcast. And uh, man, I mean, this has been a journey. It's been a journey. It's been a journey thus far, just getting this far. Uh, but I praise God. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of people that I want to thank. Uh, th- you know, you know, we did the trailer already. 
Nancy, let me say this. Nancy Sue not feeling good. So she was initially supposed to be on this uh, as well, and, uh, and she's not feeling well. So it's, at some point, guys, in a future episode, uh, she'll get on here and, 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 and uh, let everybody know her perspective uh, from uh, our testimony and introduction, because that's what this is, basically. This is basically just, a, um, um, just an introduction as to who I am. You know, why I started it, you know, and, and, and let me just go ahead and say that. Um, you know, Crypto Christ Ministries, uh, uh, that's the vision that God gave me before I got out to penitentiary. I mean, I was on Beto, except to Jesus Christ, I, and I'm jumping the gun a little bit. I'm just kind of going off the cuff. Um, but after I accepted Christ, after I surrendered to Christ, I like to say, uh, in 2008, about two, 20, 2009, 2010, the Lord began to kind of speak to me and let me know what direction uh, he was taking me. And then as far as it came to ministry and encouragement and, uh, you know, encouraging those cut from the same cloth as I was, right? And so uh, first we called it Active Frontline. You know, I got that from my cousin Jerome. Man, Jerome, I asked him, hey, man, can I use that name? I like that name. You know, we on the, we on the front line. We used to be on the front line for Crip. Or if you a blood, or if you a gangster disciple, or if you a pyro, or whatever you are, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we was on the front line. So why should we not be on the front now, front line now in Christ? So that's what that's where that came from. And then my boy Tim Taylor put active front line. He man, you need to put active front line. You need to put the word active because if you put active in front of it, it's gonna, you, you know, it'll 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 hit on the computer. You know, the A's come up first. I'm like, man, Taylor, dang, man. <laughs> Excuse me. So it became active frontline. And so for many years, man, at penitentiary, man, that, that went like that, right? Uh, but then, you know, as I got out, man, the Lord opened the doors. And so Crypto Christ just came to me. Crypto Christ, Crypto Christ. And it's been used before. It's been used before. Uh, I initially wanted to say from Crypto Christ, but somebody already got that. So I can't use that. You know what I'm saying? So Crypto Christ uh, Ministries was born. Uh, trying to get the website up, and that's where that's where all y'all come 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 in. All the ladies and and, and the gentlemen currently doing time. You know, you got tablets. You know, uh, a lot of the state prisons and federal prisons, man, are uh, 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 or uh, becoming technologically savvy. Hmm. So they brought the blue phones, put them on the wall in in, in Texas, and uh, we didn't believe it till we seen it. And then they brought that. We heard about tablets, you know, for years. You know, other states have been having tablets, and then uh, we heard about it. And I didn't believe it. And then I, I made parole. And next thing you know, man, they're telling me, man, they're finna get tablets. So initially, I thought that the tablets would be able to access CryptoChristMinistries.org. That, that's the website. It's currently being built. My brother, I'd like to thank, publicly thank. Uh, brother Troy Passmore and my brother Andrew Hampton for introducing me to Brother Troy. And so uh, they're currently building uh, that website. And I thought it was going to be available to the guys and the ladies. I can't forget the ladies uh, in, in the prisons, right, with the tablet, right? But it's not. It's not. Uh, they will not have access to Internet, but intranet. So the company that is providing that, um, they provide their own content. So y'all already know, you know, certain certain content is already loaded on the tablet. And so what happens is that basically, um, basically, 
you, I, I believe that you can, um, you know, get at your family, ask your family, hey, you know, look, mom, look, wife, look, whoever, you know, I'd like to have this type of content. Um, I want a movie or I want, the, I want this song. Or, and then they have Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or uh, I don't know, you know. Amazon, Pandora, whatever, whatever. But Apple, Apple Podcast. That's my brother J. Dan Gum. I want to thank him too, J. Dan Gum for giving felons, Dallas, Texas. Thank you, man. Thank you for encouraging me and uh, to to do this. But anyway, I, I, I digress. So when I found out, man, that the tablets would not be able to access the, the internet, well, this was my only option. So I, I, man, you know. Those that have the opportunity to get out, man, you got to get out, man. You just got to learn. You got to jump in with both, with both feet and your hands, everything, your toes, every to, 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 ten toes down. You got to jump in and you got to learn. And so that's what I did, man. And so, man, man, the Lord has allowed me, man, to um, get a podcast up, man. I hope that you guys enjoy it, you ladies and gentlemen enjoy it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be playing music. That, that, the music that you heard right there. Here, now, here, let me talk about that right quick. It, copyright laws and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Man, look here, man. Uh, the Lord gave me the gift to sing. Uh, he gave me the gift to hear music in my head. Okay. So I, I ain't laying dead to pay nobody uh, to play no music uh, uh, on the podcast. Okay. Now, what I did do is it's a, it's a thing called uh, Audio Jungle. And, you know, and so Audio Jungle, man, I went and, 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 and paid, you know, a little bit. A little bit of nothing for some for some instrumentals, okay. But that's about it. So a lot of the music that y'all are gonna hear, like what y'all just heard, "Freedom," uh, is is me, it's me, uh, and and, uh, and so I can play it and not have to worry about copyright infringement and all that kind of mess. Uh, and anything that you do hear on here, know that I've asked for permission uh, to use it. So again, I want to thank Deuce. Uh, you know, Deuce uh, for doing that beat. Man, I asked Deuce, hey, man, can I use that? He's like, man, absolutely. Deuce did time on Beto, old Beto. I'm talking about the 90s Beto. So anyway, let, let me let me, let me me just go ahead and run a list. Uh, and let me, let me get a little more uh, presentable. Not presentable, but uh, more professional here. Let me go get a little professional. I'll change my voice like this. I'd like to welcome you to the uh, episode one of the introduction. Of, yeah. Crypto Christ podcast episode one, man. Short testimony in my life. That's what this gonna be, man. But before I do that, I want to thank some people um, because I have to thank them. You know what I'm saying? People, people, all in your life, people are gonna come across you, or you're gonna come across people. You're gonna cross paths with people, and you might only know them for a year. You might only know them for six months, uh, but they can. Well, they can they can do two things. They can add value to your life or they can take from your life. Now, now, you know, I'm just kind of going off the head right now. But just think about that. Wherever you are right now, whether if you were on Beto, if you're on Beto one, if you want Cofield. All right. Uh, if you're on the Styles unit, you know, that's Texas. What if you're in Ohio prison? Big trip. You know, Matthew Triplett. What if you're in Ohio prison? Uh, what if what if you what if you in in Corcoran? What if you in San Quentin? Wherever you are, man, or ma'am, wherever you are, think about it. And look at the five people closest to you. What they got going on? 
what they got going on. Because it was many, many years in my life where they, they didn't add nothing to me. The five people closest to me uh, in the world at one point in my life and uh, in, the, in the penitentiary, they wouldn't add no value to my life. Uh, they were, it was negativity coming into my life. And for the most part, I was down with it. Okay, but as you grow older, man, you get tired of the negativity. You get tired of the BS, and and so so, uh, the question for you is is look at look at who you kick it with. Look look at who you hang around with. Are they adding value to your life? Are they bringing positive things into your life, or are they toxic? You know that's real popular out here right now. Toxic, toxic, you know toxic. These are toxic relationships. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's real, though. You got some people who, man, they straight up rotten. They rotten to the core. And they're going to want you to be rotten with them. And they're going to try to take you down with them. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, that's just, just look at who you surrounding yourself with. Now, I digress, man. I keep, I keep getting off focus. But let me, let me tell you something else. Hey, man, I'm going to be real. I'm going to come on here. I'm going to do this podcast, man, and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. You know, uh, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, how to do a podcast, this, this, and that. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, that's cool. That's what worked for you. I'm going to get on here. I'm going to play some music. I'm going to talk about uh, whatever I can talk about that will encourage you, that maybe you might can learn something. You know, maybe you can laugh a little bit. You know, I'm going to play a little music where you can jam a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm I'm finna follow what the Lord don't put in my heart for this. And as long as they <clears throat> excuse me, as long as they keep on letting me broadcast, I'm gonna keep going. Simple as that. So who do I need to thank? Well, of course, you know, you always thank your mama. You know, you always thank your mama, man. I wanna thank my mama, man, because man, she never gave up on me. Man, I took my mama through hell, straight up. You know, drove her batty, you know, as as as, as a youngster, you know, and she and she stayed by my side. And if you don't have a mama like that, you got somebody like that. You got somebody like that because I just, you know, I mean, some people, mamas, man, you know, they got issues. All of us got issues. But you might not have had a supportive mama, but you had somebody in your family that tried to raise you up or tried to encourage you. You know what I'm saying? So they deserve a thanks for that. My grandmother, you know, I remember my grandmama, man, as I was driving my, my mama nuts, you know, and bless her heart, she was blind by that time. She was totally blind. And she told me, she said, you know, you know, I'd be out there smoking weed. I'd be out there smoking weed. You know what I'm saying? In the back. We had an old junk car in the back, uh, in the backyard. And I, and I, she, you know, she blind. So, you know, I think I'm slick. You know, when you're young, you think you're slick. Y'all see how I changed my voice because I'm getting, because that's how, that's how I was feeling. I'm going to go outside. Where you going? You're, where you going? Oh, my, oh, oh, grandma, I'm going to go back here, uh, I'm finna go back here and, and uh, I'll hang the clothes up over here on the line. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when we didn't have, I don't know about you, but I can only, <laughs> I can only speak for myself. I had to go take my clothes. When my mama washed the clothes, I had to go take them outside, hang them up on the line with a clothes pin. You know what I'm talking about? You better not drop them clothes. That's a whooping. Look, anyway, so I tell her, look, I tell her I'm finna go outside and and I'm finna go hang the clothes up. But really, I went outside and I got in the car. 1965 Rambler. It didn't work. It just was a junk car in the backyard. And I get inside of there. And that's where I kept my stash. 
I kept my stash and I hid. I kept one of my stashes and I had stashes everywhere. That was one of them. Rolled me a big old fat joint. I smoked a joint right. Boy, I'm high as a Georgia pine. So I go back in. When you young, you stupid. So even though she blind, her nose worked very well. <laughs> Look at me. I ain't going to fool with y'all. Her nose worked very well. So she say, Yuri, come here. What is that smell? What is that smell? I said, oh, mama, they burning something over there. They burning something over there across the alley. They, mm. That's, 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 mm. What is that smell? I don't like that smell. Man, she smelled that weed. She smelled that good weed. You know what I'm talking about? So look, she told me one day. She said, you keep doing what you're doing. She said, you're going to hit a brick wall. You're going to be down in Huntsville, Texas. And by golly, I ended up in Huntsville, Texas for 26 years. So, fortunately, she was able to, you know, I got a visit from her. You know, in 26 years, I got two visits. I seen my mom in 2003, my little boy. And in 2016, I saw him again uh, in the chapel program, in the mom program. Joe Bayon, Perry, uh, uh, Perry, Perry Holloway. Uh, uh, Lori Artiega, all the p- people part of mom, man. Thank you. Thank you. you know, I got a bunch of shouts out. Thank you. But anyway, she got to perceive, man, that there had been a change in my life. So mom, grandmama, thank, you know, I have to thank them. You know, anyone has poured into me, you know, I just mentioned Joe Bayon and, and Miss Lori and Miss Becky and just everybody, um, you know, just everybody that p- came to the mom program, the Kairos brothers and sisters, you know, anybody that saw potential in us, thank them. Be appreciative of that. Mr. Mason, you know, Mr. Mason did 20-year one week. I cut into Mr. Mason on all red unit, and, uh, and he began to mentor me and help me. And then, and then he got out uh, and died in Houston, got stabbed to death, man. You know, so, you know, I, I'm appreciative of, of the time that he spent with me. Any, anyone, the Kairos brothers and sisters on Vito, man, they helped me, man. They, they encouraged me. You know, so I'm a, I, I, I thank them for that. Uh, you know, Jimmy Williams and cutting hair in the barbershop. I remember I'd be, I'd be mobbing past. I'd be mobbing. And I'm, I'm going to be there going down that long hallway. I'm mobbing past the barbershop. He called me. Hey, come here. Come, man, come over here. Come here. Let me holler at you. You know, I got, I got my pants sag. You know what I'm talking about? You know, got some work in my sock. You know, got a thing in my sock, too. You know what I'm talking about? You know, that I'm sharp and that thing's sharp. I got it in my sock so it won't, it won't stick me. You know, and uh, and uh, but he, he took time with me. Jimmy Williams took time with me. Old Will took time. With me. Carlton Lacey took time with me. You know, Brother Craig Evans took time with me. Terry Daniels took time with me. You know, I can go on and on, man. You know, I can go on and on. The homeboys. I want to thank the homeboys, man. Jerome Baker. Jerome, that's my kid, folks. Jerome Baker, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. When I got out, when I got out, see, see. When, when, when the homeboys know that you have made a genuine change for real and that you have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, see, nothing to see, y'all got me going now. Y'all got me going now. See, here's the deal. I just talked about the five people closer to you and what they're doing in your life, right? So in the penitentiary, when I went and I told the homies, hey, look, man, it's over with. I'm finna surrender my life to Jesus Christ. August 23rd, 2008, right? They, that, should be, that should be a good thing. If, if, if you for real, and if you, if you, if you faking the funk, then, you know, you're going to get your hat brought to you. But, but if, if, if you're for real and you want to advance, 
then the homie should want to see you advance. The homeboy should want to see you do better. The homeboy should want to see you get your GED and get some college and get a vocation and grow. You know, it's at, at you know, I'm 50. You know, so this is this is broadcasting uh, after my birthday, October 6th. So I'm 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? But at 50 years old, because I had never did a lot of things, at 50, I'm just now learning how to change a tire. I'm just now learning how to do things around the house, use, use a chainsaw. You do things, learn how to do things. Because, man, I know how to iron a, a, a purple flag, purple rag. I know how to iron my dickies. You know what I'm saying? I know how to load a strap. You know what I'm saying? I know how to make a, make, make, make a thing, make a strap, you know, in the penitentiary. You know, I know, how to, I know how to sell some yay. I know how to smoke some yay. You know what I'm talking about? So, so when the homeboys see that you have made a change and they encourage you in that, man, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Man, I went back, I got out, and I went back to Amarillo uh, to sing uh, at, at, at my Aunt Joanne's funeral. She really like a mama to me. You know what I'm saying? She liked the G-mama. You know what I'm talking about? She's a G-mama. And, man, she saw the change. And all, everybody saw the change, man. You know, before she had passed, I got to see her. Uh, and then when, when she passed, I went back and sang at the funeral. And the, the homeboys encouraged me. You know, like, wow, you're you for real. I'm like, yeah, I'm for real. You know what I'm saying? And trying to encourage them toward more of a change, right? Because I believe, and I know one thing, that lasting change only comes through Jesus Christ straight up. But then let me tell you something else. I ain't finna be on here preaching uh, uh, to y'all. You know, I believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ changed my life. Uh, been through a whole bunch of other stuff that I'll get into here in a minute, right? So I know that Christ is the truth. But at the same time, if you choose not to believe, that's on you. I ain't going to argue with you. See what I'm saying? Because at the end of time, at judgment, you got to answer to the Lord for yourself, not me. I'm still going to be cool. I'm going to be relatable. You know, love you. If you need a soup, I'm going to give you a soup. If you want to eat, get some. Oh, man. You know what? Let me tell y'all something. Man, Nancy Sue made some boneless Man, I shouldn't even do that to y'all. I'm tripping. Man, she made some boneless pork chop. Man, over and pour that over some uh pour that over some uh, uh, uh some dressing with some gravy. God. All right, look, man, I I'm I'm tripping. Kairos. My, I already thank Andrew and, and Troy. You know what? Bridges to life. Thank you, Miss Connie Hilton. <laughs> All y'all who was a part of Nikki. All y'all, Miss Sue Ann. Sue Ann, you have to say Sue Ann's name like this, Sue Ann. You know, uh, all of y'all, man, love y'all, love y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all very much for what you've done. Chapel programs, you know, chapel programs are important, man. Chaplain Strain, Chaplain Kaiser, Chaplain White. Hey, man, thank y'all. Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, you know, and I'm going I'm to I'm thank administration. You know, recently... I had the opportunity, man. God will open doors that will blow your mind. <laughs> God will open doors that will blow your mind. So a couple of weeks ago, I sang at an event. <clears throat> Excuse me. I sang at an event that, that everybody in the audience was current prison wardens or executive directors from all over the state of Texas and all over the nation. Utah, South Dakota, uh, Angola was there. Uh, I mean, it's crazy. 
It's crazy. Uh, and, and so in my experience, there has been administration. Chuck Bisco, you know, uh, the Silver Fox, that's what we used to call, call Chuck. You know, there was administrators, there are majors uh, and lieutenants and sergeants, uh, uh, sergeants that, that helped me get to the point where I am now. They, they, they gave me a chance. You know, they, they, when they saw change, Miss Milligan, you know, Miss Milligan, man, encouraged me, man. I started crying because I'm going to tell you something. Y'all boys on Beto, y'all know Miss Milligan, man. Lord Jesus, man. And Lord, man, I accept Jesus Christ. And, you know, so because we was enemies for several reasons. <laughs> we was enemies. And, man, when she saw that I had surrendered to Christ, man, I had made a change in my life. I didn't make a change. Jesus Christ is the one that made the change. She commended me, and she encouraged me. And I thank her for that. I thank administration. Who else I got on here? Those who are listening. <laughs> thank y'all. Y'all don't have to be, you know, I tried to pick. I said, man, what's a good day that I can upload this? You know, so Saturday, I don't know, Friday, Saturday, might kick back, you know, chill, do, you know, cook a spread. Chuck, where Chuck at? Charlie Hayes, man, cook us, man, cook, cook us some rice, man, put Jack Mac in that. Man, Jack, I got, I got a couple Jack Macs, man, put about three, four Jack Macs in there, man. Charlie Hayes, Chuck. You know what I'm talking about? Man, I thank y'all. I thank y'all. Chris Mitten, send me some of them Eminem. Send me an Eminem, man. Let me tell y'all about Chris Mitten. Chris Mitten. Chris Mitten. Chris Mitten, he, he eat Eminems. Here's what Chris Mitten do. He gonna take all the red ones and put them together. Then he gonna take all the green ones and put them together. And so on and so on. And that's how he eat Eminem. Craziest thing I've seen in my life. Chris, boy, I love you, man. I thank y'all for supporting me. I love y'all. And just like the night that I left, May uh, 19th, uh, 2019, I think, 2019, May 1st, May 1st, 2019, I told the guys, man, that a piece of me will always be on G-Wang. A piece of me will always be on b and since that time, man, the Lord has allowed me to come back in as a TDCJ uh, volunteer. I'm very appreciative of that. And, and, and all of you guys outside of Texas, you ladies and gentlemen outside of Texas, man, thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope that I'm able to encourage you. I know, I've been there. I know how it is, man. And so, you know, I tell, I tell my wife, Nancy Sue, many times that we a tough bunch, you know, we hard, man. And, and, and a lot of times when you come out, if you have the opportunity to make parole and come out in society, we, we, we will still retain some of that hardness. You know what I'm saying? We will still retain some of that um, because of what we've been through uh, in, in the penitentiary. But I, I'm here to tell you that in Christ, you can come out here and be successful. And unfortunately, if you're doing a long stretch, if, 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 you, if, that, if the court system don't stretch you out, and you've got to do some long time, Jesus Christ can still sustain you and you can live a successful uh, a life in prison doing the work that God has assigned you to do straight up. You know, I'm I just, so I, I want to thank y'all for listening, man. Uh, you know, so my testimony, man, I, you know, I got a little time left. Basically, basically, uh, from Amarillo, Texas, uh, I was born in Amarillo about the age of three, uh, and, and so what this is, I'm just telling y'all about me. I'm telling y'all about me, right? Okay. 
about at the age of three or four, moved out to moved out to Florida, and uh, with my because my mama, my mama, grandmama people they they from Tampa, they from outside, they out Tampa, Florida, the outskirts in the country of Florida, right? Went out there, and uh, and growed up, man. Had a happy childhood, man. You know what I'm saying? But but I never had my father in my life, so. You know, we back and forth between Florida and Texas. And at some point, uh, my mama get get married. She married this. I have to watch what I say because I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the air. You know what I'm saying? I got to chew, get on my mama, get on me. She hear this, and I say certain things. She's going to get on me, so I got to behave. So she married this, this brother. And uh, so I got the opportunity to go and live at Fort Campbell, Kentucky. <clears throat> Excuse me, then, uh. Uh, that marriage did not last. So we moved across state line to uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. We were very poor, but she always made sure that I ate, you know. Uh, and at, I guess, around 83, 84, and I'm giving y'all a quick version. Around, around 1983, 84, man, my real father got out of, out of the penitentiary in California. And he had never been a constant presence in my life. So uh, when he gets out of prison, he comes to Texas and he says, "Hey, Eric, I want I want I want to spend some time with my, with, with my son." So her being a mother, and her wanting a son to have the opportunity to kick it with his father, she let me go. Now here's the thing: she didn't know that he sold methamphetamine. She didn't know that my stepmama was addicted to methamphetamine. She didn't know that he was a very uh, sexually immoral man. Well, she might did know. You know, she didn't know that he sold weed and mushrooms. Uh, and so that's the lifestyle that I was brought into. You know, my father gave me my first joint. I was high as a kite. You know, and everybody was laughing at me. My, her, him and, and my aunt, they was all laughing at me. Uh, after we got in California, after we was in California, man, I caught my stepmama uh, snorting some some speed and some methamphetamine. Man, she I noticed she was always moving fast. You know what I'm saying? She was always she was always moving fast, vacuuming and cleaning and wiping. I'm like, man, she always doing something. So I happened to catch her and so she offered me a line. And so I took it. And that was my initiation to drug use at the age of about 12, 13 years old. Right. And it woke up, it woke that thing up in me, that beast, you know. Uh, later on in California, man, my, my my one of my cousins, they they brought me that. He, he he sat me down. He said, "Man, I ain't gonna say his name. I don't want because I love him." And, and let me just say this: everybody in my experience, who whether it be my my stepmama, my daddy, whoever, man, you know what I'm saying, my cousin, hey man, I love him. And this is just a part of my story. You know, I hope they're not offended, and uh, and uh, uh, I have forgiven them. I don't hold nothing against them. But it, hey, this it is what it is. See, the thing about truth is truth going to be truth whether you want to receive it and believe it or accept it or not. So I'm not bashing them. I'm just giving y'all about me and what happened, all right? So, man, one of my cousins, man, he said, man, check this out, check this out. Look, 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 you look. Let me show you. But we're going to get high, boy. I said, man, what you got? And he had this, he had this glass pipe-looking thing. Glass, and he was putting fire on it. He was putting fire on it. I said, man, what you doing, man? He say, man, this crack. Come on. Come on. And as the saying goes, he put that pipe in my mouth. <laughs> and, man, I got that high, that euphoria, that, that euphoria. And, man, that was the start of me smoking crack 
for many, many years. To make a long story short, man, I started engaging in, in all manner of, of crime, petty crime, snatching purses. You know, by that time, I started hanging with the Crips, you know. You know, hey, hey, Roosevelt, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, Roosevelt, this your son from Texas? Hey, what's up, little cuz? What's up, homeboy? You know, that blew me away the way they was talking, and they was yoked up, and they had long braids. They was sagging. They looked G'd up. I was like, wow. You know, I'm a little old Urkel. I'm a little like Urkel, Mr. Peabody, you know what I'm saying, with old ashy skin. I had eczema when I was a kid. I had those thick glasses. You know what I'm saying? Man, they accepted me. They accepted me, man. I'm going to get me some khakis. I'm going to throw up a G. I'm going to throw up a C. I started throwing up a C first. Then I got courted into a Great Street Crip Gang, I guess about 1987, 88. And there it is. You know, I started trying to do everything I could to prove to the homeboys that I was down. You know what I'm saying? And that led to, to, to more prison. That led to, to crime. That led to more drug use. That led to crack sales and more crack smoking and just out of control, right? My first prison stint, man, I went to prison. We did time on Bill Clements. I don't know, about 91. About 91, then got out in 92, and life was still a game to me, you know? And a matter of fact, I felt like I was G'd up even more because I went to the penitentiary. Man, look here, I went, I went to prison in 91, got out in 92, went back in 93 for aggravated robbery to give me 50 years. And the new law had just came in September 1st, 1993. I didn't even know, no, I didn't know nothing about a new law. And so they told me in the court, I was finna take a plea. Watch this, y'all. I was finna take a plea of 15 years. I was finna take a plea. <laughs> y'all heard me right, of 15 years. And instead, went to trial and got 50. And I was required to serve half, half. So that's 25 years. I really didn't grasp that at first, you know, and, and so, and so, man, uh, you know, went to diagnostic, man, you get the diagnostic, everybody's scared, you know, you act like you ain't scared, but you really kind of got some butterflies, because you know, you're you going to have to get it, you know, wherever you go, you know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to get it, and, uh, and, uh, and so, you know, I go in, I go into the, to the, to the classification process, Mr. Luckcat, what's your name, what's your number? Your, what's your first name? Yuri. What's your last name? Luckett. All right. What's your number? Six seven nine four four one. All right. Oh, you like the oh, you're you're an aggravated robber, huh? You're all right, all right. You've got some. Okay, you snatch purses. You like you like snatching old ladies' purses, huh? Well, you know what, Mister Luckett, a friend of Luckett, you're going to beat one. I was like, man. So you go back. So you, <laughs> so you go back. You go back to the cell, right, everybody? Where you going? Where you going, man? I'm going to Ferguson. Ooh, ooh, man. Where, where you going? Where you going, man? I'm going to Beto. Ooh, man. You better get your boy. You better get, boy. You better get you something to protect yourself, man, man. Beto. So I hit Beto in 1995, and uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was Beto. But by the grace of God, man, I had homeboys over there that already knew me from the streets, so that made my transition a little easier, you know. And for the first <clears throat> for the first, I don't know, for the first 15 years, man, you know, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, all the way up to 2008, man, I did the same things I did on the street. I did everything you can do in the penitentiary except stick a needle in my arm or uh, uh, engage in homosexual activity, right? 
Okay, so so and and that's that's another whole story. I might go into it at a later time, cause I almost did that too. Yeah. So, man, I sold weed in the penitentiary. Caught more time in the penitentiary selling weed, twice. Nineteen ninety-seven, I caught a, a marijuana case, stacked on the fifty, and then I, in two thousand one, on the styles unit, caught another marijuana uh, possession, uh, marijuana penal institution, stacked on the both on the seven and the, and the fifty. So re- really, what you what you're listening to right now is a miracle, because by, by right I'm supposed to still be in the penitentiary, right? But the Lord seen um, His grace allowed me to come out, man. Because he knew that I would do this. And so I want to reach back and I want to encourage you guys that it can be done. Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm getting distracted again. So basically what happens is that uh, 2008, you know, well, about 2005, I started getting tired of my life. I think December 13th, man, uh, 2005, the state of California executed Big Tookie. And uh, he, his last words, he, you know, he sent a message out. And his message was like, hey, man, I regret starting Crip Gang. If, you, if you're still in a gang, whether you be a Crip or a Blood or whatever you are, man, man, hey, man, you're better than that. Educate yourself. God is real. Believe in him and learn about him. Get your, get your education, you know. And so, man, that, that my mama sent me his last word. And it really impacted my life. And that was the start. 2005, I started uh, going down to the chapel and tried to take a class here and there. The first class I took was Henry Blackaby, Experiencing God. I took that, man, and I just started taking little little baby steps, man. I had men along the way that encouraged me. Uh, and so by 2008, you know, August 23rd, I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ. You know, and, and, and the Lord just began to open up a whole new world to me, man, you know. And so uh, I come up for the first time in 2018. And even with time, I got two seven-year sentences on top of, of 50 ag, you know. I mean, come on, man. And But I had made up in my mind that, you know what, um, I, I did. Because, see, see we're going to get into all this later on. Uh, the first several shows, um Depending on what I depending on what I end with today, um, and we're on, we're almost done. Uh, I'm gonna make these short short. I don't want to be talking to you for an hour, two hours. I Man, your ears get tired. You know what I'm talking about? But I think uh, about ten shows we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about um, the questions for life. The questions for life. Questions for life, and there's ten questions that I want to ask you, ladies and gentlemen, to really consider. I'll ask the question, and then I'll answer the question from my perspective, and then when the radio podcast or the podcast is over, then I just want you just to think about it in yourself. But what made me say that comment is that at some point in our life, we have to do an introspection. And so I I began to do an introspection into my life. Man, what have I accomplished in my life at the age of 35? Because that's when I said, that's when I surrendered to Christ, 35 years old. I'm 50 now. So, so what had I accomplished? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. My son was born while I was incarcerated. Didn't get to change one diaper. Didn't get to, you know, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I want to I reflect back to you 
and encourage you that while you're doing time, reflect on your life. Reflect on what got you behind the walls. And, and even though we've done what we've done, okay, you know, what I tell people is that these 26 years, man, I can't change it. It's gone. The 26 years, man, I spent behind the walls, man, it's gone, man. It's, it's dead and stinking. But what I can do is I can start right where I am right now, and I can look ahead forward in my life, and I can make a decision as to what I want to do, man, and not give a doggone who care or, or who don't like it, right? And so that's my encouragement to y'all, man. I got some notes written down. What is the goal of Crypto Christ? I mean, the podcast, just like the, the, the YouTube channel, uh, the Kamaj Project, um, is to teach inspire and motivate its listeners to live successful lives, even if you're doing time in prison, right? Lives that, that have purpose and spread the truth. You know, I want to spread the truth of Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to tell people about Jesus. It's, he the truth. He'll change your life, right? Uh, but, but I want to do that in a way that is relatable. I don't want to be like, yes, uh, my name is Yuri, and then Jesus, yes, and you must, uh, I ain't finna, I ain't finna, man, look, man, gee, this, I'm going to tell you just like this, man, ain't no salvation but through Jesus Christ, that's it, and that's all. Jesus, it, Jesus is the truth, he is the only truth, and there is no salvation in no, nobody else, Muhammad, uh, uh, anybody else, except through Jesus Christ. And if that offends you, I'm sorry, bro. You don't have to listen to the podcast, but I'm going to give you the truth. Simple as that. Um, I, I want to encourage those cut from the same cloth as I was. Um, you know, I got written down that you don't have to be a Christian to listen. However, the lessons that I've learned while doing time that I'll present on the podcast will always be seen through the lens of Christ. OK, you know, it's, I mean, it is what it is, you know, and so. You know, it's it's kind of like um, I heard a scenario one time that if you, you know, that old boy, Microsoft, what's his name, that old rich rich brother, I forget his name, what his name is, God dog, Bill Gates. You know, you got a bum laying on the side of the road, and Bill Gates hand him a million dollar check. It's a real million dollar check. All he got to get up and do is go and, and cash the check. He's a millionaire. But he don't do nothing with it. <laughs> he don't do nothing with it. So just like with me, I'm giving you the truth. It's on you to do something with it. And my prayer is that is that when I get off this podcast every every week, I pray. All right, Lord, put in my mouth what you want me to say. And when I'm done, Lord, I, I pray that they that they receive what I said. You know what I'm saying? Uh, those of you who are listening outside of um, uh, if you're in prison and you're listening on the tablet and you're listening to uh, Apple Podcasts or however you're listening, I don't know if you'll be able to get Facebook, but those on the outside, uh, if you're part of prison ministry, uh, if you want to look at some other things that I've got going, uh, my Facebook page is under my name, Yuri Laquette, Y-U-R-I Laquette, L-U-C-K-E-T-T-E. Um, also, the TikTok uh, is, is under my name as well. My Instagram is under my name, Y-Laquette. Yuri, just look up Yuri, Y-U-R-I-Laquette. And the YouTube channel is called The Kamash Project. And The Kamash Project is just a teaching platform, kind of like this. It's the the first one that I started. And Kamash, that's my middle name, Yuri Kamash Laquette. I asked my mama, 
she said she come up with it. She said she made it up, and I'm and that's a story. She's sticking with it, so I ain't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bug her about it. But uh, yeah, man, thank y'all, thank y'all. I'm gonna try to. It's my goal to to make these about 45 minutes or so. You know, 40 minutes, 40, 41, 42, 43, 40, 45 minutes. Uh, so up next, man, next week, uh, we'll be starting with uh, questions for life. And I want y'all to do an introspection, man. Until then, man, I'm your host, Yuri Komash-Laket. Man, thank y'all for listening to episode one of Crypto Christ Podcast. We're going to jam. We're going to get our jam on, right? Man, thank you. Thank you. God bless you. And may God keep you. Silence. I'm gonna get this thing down. Let y'all jam. Get him, Deuce. That's the homeboy, Deuce. Early release, not him, but ask still. Have you ever been convicted of murder or robbery? The selling of the cottage, the pain, the sodomy, me. Shot between the skin and the clap. Where do it start? Between the brain and the heart. Pull it all apart. Put it back together. I can go on forever and ever and ever and ever. But, but never. Will I turn my back for a stack to attack my black or brown? I turn it all around. Show them that I'm with it. Can ask you how you know? Did you just say?
This has been Crypto Christ Podcast. We'll see y'all next week, y'all.